I remember pressing so hard with people going like, man, you just got to work and you just worked harder at this, man, this would happen. And, and that's not the case all the time. What up, everybody? It's Pastor Mark Carter. Welcome to the Bible Leadership Podcast. You know, one of the greatest dangers for a Christian influencer, and that is likely you if you're listening to this, is to do life without a flowing heart that is connected to the living word. I don't just mean you interact with words on the pages of the Bible. I mean you interact with the living breath of life that is flowing through those pages into your spirit. It's too easy to even do things that involve the Bible, but fail us in terms of connecting deeply with Jesus. That should be a lifelong progressing journey. That's why I always like to remind you, we need to keep our Bible connected to our leadership and our leadership connected to our Bible. If we are leading, it's because God wants to go somewhere. So we need to make sure we're listening to him through the pages of scripture to go the right way. Well, last week we said that we need to be watchful, that we don't too much carry the weight of the world on our shoulders, and the enemy is always going to try to get us to do this. And so we talked to Pastor Mike Bryant from Grace Community Church, and he reminded us of three biblical truths. I have a part, God has a part, and God isn't going to do my part, and I can't do God's part. And then other people have a part, or they have a part. There's people out there that we can't control that they have to decide to participate at some point. And so we're going to pick up with they have a part with Pastor Mike Bryant. Let's listen in. If you recognize these three areas that, you know, God has a part, is this his plan? Has he called me to this? But I have a part too. And if I'm going after it, I'm being faithful in the things God's calling me. I'm growing, I'm learning, but I'm doing faithful ministry. The people around have a part too. You yeah. know, the people that you go to. And so if, if you plant in one area and it's not fruitful, I mean, think about, think about Matthew 10, when Jesus is sending out his disciples and he's saying, hey, um, I'm sending you out two by two. If they receive you, you know, let your peace rest there. If not, kick the, kick the dust off your sandals and move on. And that's so, like, in some senses, we're like, no, we got to keep loving people and keep caring about people all the time. And we got to yeah. keep investing and growth takes time. And it does. And some of those things are true. But the reality is sometimes, too, you're, you're dealing with people with hard hearts. Yeah. You're dealing with a community that's got some idols that they're not willing to let go. Yeah. Or you're just dealing with a place that is completely dead and apathetic. Yeah. And, and maybe God has called you there just to be faithful in the midst of it. But you've got to discern that too. And you've got to wrestle with that. Give the freedom, give grace to yourself to go like, man, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Love that phrase. It's one of our mottos around uh, around grace community. But I think if you, um, if you recognize it's not all on you, like they've got a part in the place I'm planting. You could go and do fruitful, you know, you may be in one city doing, doing, you know, rocking it. And then you go to another city and you don't rock it. You go to a different one. And and that's what the Apostle Paul saw. Yeah. You know, like he goes and preaches at Mars Hill. People are like, eh, we'll hear you later. We'll hear you more about this. Yeah. Some believe, but not many. You know, there were some times where Jesus... You know, did ministry and, and, and you know, 20,000 are showing up and, and people are getting fed, miracles are happening. Then there's others where he's like, man, I couldn't do a single miracle because there was no right, faith in right, this area. Right, 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 I had an experience with, uh, with a, a staff member early on and uh, I could, you know, I could go on for how many mistakes I made in leading staff. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. as pastors or senior pastors, senior leaders, we, we you know. Leading volunteers, leading servants, but also leading staff. Like, I, I made so many mistakes. But one of them was just learning this lesson that they have a part, even in terms of the staff leadership. So, had an associate pastor in the beginning of our church, and, you know, very charismatic guy in terms of like personal, and people loved him and just relationally. Um, 
you know, but at the same time, he just wasn't effective in ministry and fruitful in ministry. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. stuff wasn't getting done. Ministry was getting stalled rather than going forward. Um, Things weren't being built. They weren't even being maintained necessarily. And and I kind of scratched my head a little bit. And so I invested a lot of time in him. You know, trying to, I'd, you know, send him to count or send him to uh, conferences. I would, uh, you know, we'd, we'd chat about ministry discussions. I tried to give him insights. I'd set goals with him and plans with him, you know, try and hold him accountable, you know. And I will tell you, man, just over a year, year and a half period, like he's just not moving forward. Yeah, he's not yeah. getting things done. And, and uh, I feel like, man, I'm failing this guy. You know, I'm failing this guy. How much more can I put into him? Because, I had a wrong perception that if I just, yep, I, yep, I yep. loved people enough, I gave them enough time or in, input, or I, I led them well and, and was inspiring as a leader mm-hmm. or those kind of things, yep, like yep. they will come to the table and they'll be fruitful and that kind of stuff. And what I realized with him over time is just going like, it's not my issue. Yeah. Like, you have everything you need. Yep. That's you've, it, got, dude. you've got love. You've got vision. You've got equipping. You've got training. you got to do your part. Yep. You've got to come to the table. You've got to you've got to make the phone calls. You've got to you've got to plan the retreat. You've got to call. You know you've got to do the parts of ministry that you're called to do. And he wasn't coming to the table with that yeah. stuff. Like at some points, you feel like, man, am I am I failing as a leader? And uh, and I mean, you're hearing it even as I expose it. It's yeah, like, yeah. dude, come on, is it? Really, yeah, you, yeah. Were you, you really that you immature? Yeah. you know. But you're like, yeah, I, I guess I was that immature. And and it was a lesson that God really had to teach me. Yeah. of going like, he's got a part, and he's got to come to the table. Think about it with Jesus, man. Like Jesus knew that. So I mean, perfectly wise, perfect leader. Matthew twenty five, you know, parable of the talents. You know, he gives some, you know, one, right. some three, some five, and. Some don't come to the table with with doing their part, right? And he's like, "You brought back the one. Uh, goodbye. I'm yeah. gonna give that to the f- guy with five. And yep. you know, well, man, this is really good. So I have a part. God has a part. Let's talk a little bit more about they have a part because yeah. I think sometimes there are people in our lives that, yes, maybe they're not doing what we wish they were doing. But do you think there's ever a place in us as people that are trying to be fruitful? You know, and maybe it's because it went so well. Maybe it's because of our, our you know, our, our family of origin someplace. But we are really used to like, I feel like I could just fix them though. I feel like I could just control <laughs> them. I feel like I could just, you know, if you just do what I say, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why don't, if everyone just did, if everyone just bought into more Carterology, yeah. everything would be great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Michaelology. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> sure. But they have a part, like, they, like, yep. and I can't control what God's doing in them. I can't control how they're responding to God. Yeah. Like, all I can control is I'm sowing into you. And sometimes there even needs to be boundaries there. But yeah. I tell you, man, I've found that I can design people's entire lives for them. But that does not mean that God has gifted them the way I designed it. Or he's <laughs> sure. given them the measures to do what I wish they could do. So I've yeah. certainly found sometimes, you know, maybe they're being lazy. Sometimes... What I'm wanting from them, God did not give them. And, and I'm, yeah. I'm actually, you know, learning over time to say, and, and I think I think Christian leaders especially, I think in the church, it's easy. You want to give people grace. You want to give them like, well, I'm still believing. And yeah. you want to be like that great mentor and that great, you've yep. got potential and I see it in you and you're yeah. going to make it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but, totally. But, but I feel like I'm coming to Jesus lately understanding um their potential is not the same thing as what they do. Uh, Everybody's yeah. got potential. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody can go further. Yeah. But but the question at the end of the day is, but what do they actually do? 
Like, yeah. what do they do today? Yep. Because what, they, what they've been doing is a lot likely what they're going to keep doing. Correct. Like, the pace that they progress in. Yep. And maybe I'm wanting them to embrace a thing that, dude, I'm sorry, God gave them two measures of that. Yeah. And they would need ten to pull it off. Yes. You, you know what I'm sure. And there's yeah. just no way. Oh, my goodness, And, and yeah. part of that is on me is they have a part. In, and in their story, God has a part that maybe they haven't let God into yet. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. as, as a leader, I just I have to be able to say, this is not my responsibility. Like, yes. like I'm going to help you find what you're good at, but I can't keep hoping you're going to get good enough. Correct. With regard to this thing. Correct. So, and there's freedom in that, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. There's great freedom for you as a leader because you're... And, and, and ultimately, like when you're pressing for something that's not a good fit, you know, like, you know... <laughs> You know, square peg in a round hole. That that whole deal, like, or you know, just trying to get somebody in, into a into a role that's not their gift mix, or maybe they just don't have the gravitas of leadership. That God yeah, hasn't yeah. given them the anointing yep. or that, that, that. Yeah, and you're trying to force it. You're trying to press it. You're trying to develop it, and they don't have it. And they might have good intentions. Right. They might be like going like, Yeah, I'll try and work. But you're like. I don't know if this is going to work. And the more you recognize these three parts, the more you can have freedom with it to go. I remember pressing so hard with people going like, man, you just got to work and you just worked harder at this, man. This would happen. And and that's not the case all the time. Yeah. Sometimes you can just go, hey, man, maybe there's a different there's a different yeah. place for you to serve. Yeah. Maybe there's a different role. Or just simply say, hey, man, I think God's leading us in a, in a different direction. Not because you're like, oh, I heard this special word from the Lord. Or you yeah. play that manipulative card right, that sometimes right. people do. But, but yeah. simply, you're just recognizing the move of God to say, I don't think you're gifted for this role. Yeah. And I've found that that is, whereas I used to feel like I was letting them down, yes. I feel much more now like I'm loving them. Of like, Correct. dude, my friend, I'm sorry, you are an apple tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah. Like, let me tell you now, because you're not going to make peaches. Yeah. And, and, and I love you so much. And I'll repent if you ever make peaches someday. But I'm telling you, yeah. like my instincts have grown in this. You are an apple tree. Yeah. Let's make you the awesomest apple tree possible. Correct. And you're not disappointing me. Yeah. You're not really not disappointing Jesus. But you're probably a little bit kicking against the goes if you do this too much longer. Yeah, yeah. And if you can do that in a truth and grace way, you know, yeah. if you can do that in a way that is uh, that is for them, and they sense the love that you have for them and the vision you have, many times that can go well. I mean, it's hard when it's staff related or totally. when dollars are yeah. in, you know, oh, and somebody's livelihood yeah, 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 is involved yeah, yeah. in that because they're like, man, you don't want me on staff, or now I got to go get a different job to support it, or and 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 honestly, with ministry, if you say, hey. You're not suited for this role. You're more. I think you're more suited for this, and you don't have a position at your church for that. Yeah. That means they have to leave the yep, church yep. or go find some other church, yeah. unless they go out into the marketplace and stay at the church and just do volunteer. That that's hard. Yeah. It's all those variables, and then it makes it difficult. But at the same time, you got to steward the church well. You do. You know, and you got to bring the most effectiveness for that ministry in that place according to your part, God's part, and their part. That's totally true. And I think it's also been helpful. One of the things that we try to message to our people around here is ministry is a stewardship, not an identity, because there's something that's so in each of us. Mm. Like we want to be great at something, but it, it becomes idolatrous almost like, but that's who I am. That's my thing. Mm. Well, it's actually not who you are. Well, thank you for preaching into my heart right now. <laughs> yeah, I need that, man. You are a son of God. You <laughs> yeah. are a daughter of the king, yeah. but your ministry is not who you are. And I feel like the Lord even opposes yeah. us 
when we start to get our identity in the thing rather than in his son. Dude, you know? preach it. So, yep. Come on. Uh, yeah. I think the more we can make that a part of the culture yeah. of understanding, hey, man, but as you've known this whole time, it's not your identity. It's only a stewardship. Yeah. And it's keys you're going to turn in someday, you know, so you can get keys to a different thing. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, yeah. Dude, you go on for that, that God opposing me thing. I mean, that's that's huge because sometimes he does oppose us in yeah, ministry. Yeah. Sometimes he does oppose us in life. And he does it because either we're not on his plan, which is ultimately for his for his glory, our good, and the joy of, of, of everyone involved who yeah. will surrender their hearts to him. But it's also that sense of like, he, he's like, man, I want your heart. Yeah. I want you. And I'm about you. And the way you're going about this is going to destroy you. So I'm going to oppose you and go against you. I, like I had this with my daughter recently. Like I was opposing her. She had this schedule planned in her life, you know, like at school, you know. And she's she's you know, firstborn wanting to like rock the world and, mm-hmm. and take, take names and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, you're not going to be thriving. Yeah. You're not going to be experiencing joy. Yeah, could you do it? Yes. Yep. Because I know you have the discipline. I know you have the willpower. I know you have the effort and and God's given you the gift, but you will be tanking yourself. And I'm guessing your spiritual life will suffer. I'm guessing like you need margin in your life. You'll be drained as as could be. And so I had to oppose her and go, no, I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah. And I think God does that with us. I do too. I think sometimes when we're not seeing fruitful ministry, God's like, Hey man, I need to get your attention. Yep. Because he's a good father. Like he said, I made a promise to you. I'm going to conform you to the image of my son. Yep. This is not the highest and best for you. I know what will be highest and best for you, so I'm going to I'm going to shut this down. And honestly, every time that... I, I know that it, in his... Probably in his loving discipline, he's allowed me to go down my own hallway. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. when he could have stopped me. <laughs> and then he's like, well, let me know how that bloody nose goes. You know, because... <laughs> And, and now it's just like, well, Lord, I've, yeah. had a, I've had enough bloody noses that please don't let me, yeah. you know, be my daddy and, and don't let me do a bunch of stupid crap. I just, I'll just do it now. You yeah, know, just, totally. I'll do what you want now. Yeah. So, Mike, this has been so helpful, man. So I have a part. God has a part and they have a part. It's all about us remembering that God is superintending everything about our life because of his faithfulness to us in Christ. Mm. And there may be revelations that we need on one of these at different points. But we can always come back to trusting that God brings the growth. God brings the fruit. Mm. And part of his work is me. And part of his work is you. So this has been super helpful. Anything else you want to say? Any last thoughts? Nothing. We've said it all, man. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Not all. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we could talk for uh, for hours. But no, I I just appreciate your heart. I think seeing this in ministry over time for us has been uh, been exciting. And that's the beauty of watching God work in our lives. Because there's been times where I think we've all seen ministry wins and successes as we've done ministry together and been able to celebrate those. But then there's the times where we're walking and we're going... Man, what is God doing right now? Yeah. And, and we're able to encourage. Yep, so yep, yep. I just, I would say, man, it's a privilege just to walk through that with you and, yeah. uh, and, and just to see God moving in the midst of all seasons. Hey, man, I appreciate that, bro. Well, hey, man, how can people get in touch with you if they want to? They can definitely check out our website. MyGraceCommunity.org. You know they can get in touch with the church that way. We also have a uh, have a church app as well, so they can reach sermons and, and stuff like that. Uh, the it's uh, just search My Grace Community or uh, Grace uh, Grace Community Grace Lake, and uh, awesome. they'll be able to find it in the App Store or the awesome. Play Store. Well, bro, it has been so meaningful today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, and uh, God bless. Yeah, awesome, brother. Thanks, Good to bro. be with you. 
Well, my friends, I hope you enjoyed hanging out with Pastor Mike and I. If you've got any thoughts about this, don't be afraid to leave a comment at BibleLeadership.life on the post page. You can also, while you're there, pick up a t-shirt or a sweatshirt if you want to support the Bible Leadership Podcast. Speaking of support, can I just give a great big shout out to all of our patrons, the BLP family patrons. Thank you guys so much. We could not do any of this without you. For anybody else, we're still trying to reach our goal that would make the podcast a whole lot easier. You can check that out at patreon.com slash Bible leadership if you're curious. Don't forget sharing the podcast goes a long way toward helping other leaders, so don't be afraid to help them find it by sharing it on social media or however you share things. Well, my friends, thank you for listening. Don't forget, you don't need to be perfect to lead. Just lead toward the perfect Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time.